Mic Check 717. This is Eric T. Jones, a.k.a. Brother Jones, and I just need five minutes of your time. Today, I will discuss filmmaker and producer Ryan Coogler and the idea of black-on-black racial profiling. I'm sure you've heard by now that Coogler, the famed creator of the Black Panther franchise, Wakanda Forever, was mistakenly identified as a bank robber in Atlanta. One of my good friends, David, texted me an article on Wednesday about this unfortunate situation, but I didn't find time to read it. On Thursday, Shana sent me an article about this unfortunate situation, but I didn't find time to read it. On Friday, I decided to do an episode on this unfortunate situation, but I still hadn't read the articles that David and Shana sent me. Before I read the articles, I presumed the perpetrators that mistook Coogler for a bank robber were Karens, Kevins, or both. However, I had to eat crow after I finally read the articles. In case you don't know the details of this unfortunate situation, let me quickly summarize it for you. On January 7th of this year, Coogler went to a Bank of America branch to withdraw $12,000 to pay a medical assistant that works for his family, who prefers to be paid in cash. When he approached the teller, he provided her with his California ID, Bank of America card, PIN number, and a note that asked her to be discreet when handing him the cash. One article I read notes that Coogler didn't want the people around him to know how much money he was taking out and that he regularly gives bank tellers a note when withdrawing cash. Given the withdrawal amount was over $10,000, the teller received an alert notification that flagged Coogler's account as a high-risk transaction. At this point, the teller became uncomfortable and was led to believe that Coogler was trying to rob the bank. She went to confer with her manager, and though the manager advised that they have a discussion with Coogler, the teller's mind was made up. She thought it was possible that Coogler had a gun and opted to call 911. Shortly thereafter, the police arrived, guns drawn, and Coogler was handcuffed. By the grace of God, the situation was cleared up once the police realized who Coogler is, and that's the gist of the story. Although Coogler sent a statement to the New York Times stating the situation was addressed to his satisfaction and he has since moved on, I can't move on until I address this situation because the perpetrators that mistaken Coogler for a bank robber weren't Karens or Kevins. They were people that looked like Coogler. They were black. The teller was a black woman. The manager was a black man. The police officers were black too. When I first heard of this story, I was convinced the perpetrators were white because I've been a victim of racial profiling by white people one too many times. But I've also been a victim of racial profiling by black people, so I can only imagine the hurt Coogler felt. It'd be your own people. Therefore, I couldn't let this situation slide without sharing my thoughts on black on black racial profiling. When we think of racism, we usually envision an individual encounter between a white person and a black person or white people exercising institutional power in a way that subjugates black people, whether that be socially, politically, or economically, and that makes sense. That's normally the case when we think of racism. However, as it pertains to this particular situation, black people exercise institutional power in a way that subjugated Coogler. Despite Coogler providing his ID, Despite Coogler providing his Bank of America card, despite Coogler providing his PIN number, he was still niggerized by his own people. Now, I don't know what was going on through the teller's or manager's mind. I don't know how past experiences may have shaped their actions. And if it wasn't for black cops showing up, who knows what might have happened to Coogler? 
At the same time, we must admit it. Some of us, whether consciously or unconsciously, have eternalized the valuing of whiteness and devaluing of blackness. I wonder if this would have happened to a white man. We'll never know. But when we live in a society that, in the words of Eddie Glaude, values white people more than black people, I believe it's not just white people that have adopted this system. Black people have adopted it too. This may be a difficult pill for some to swallow, but I would be intellectually dishonest if I didn't address what happened to Kugler. And in Atlanta, of all places, the black American middle class mecca. However, Atlanta is not exempt from the repercussions of racism, and neither, it seems, is Ryan Kugler. Well, my five minutes are up. Keep your head on the swivel for your own people, too.